0: こんにちは
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this very podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. The best surfer out there is the one having the most fun, and if you want to surf, silver or otherwise, you've got to move to Hawaii. Aloha, Norinrad i love it
0: i love it i love it perfectly per- perfectly pulling it all together
1: i was i was i was researching hawaiian quotes and a lot of them were coming up in a language i wasn't even going to attempt um and that's just me being shy uh, attempting new languages um i'm also about to probably muff up the surname of our guest this week um i'm, I'm gonna have a go chris inoue is that it did i get it right
2: Yeah, it's close. It's good. You know It's close. Oh, there
1: we go. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) I was, uh, we we had a little practice about five minutes ago, but like a goldfish, of course, I can't remember that now. (laughs) This is gone straight in one ear and out the other. How are you, Chris? I am good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So eager listeners, eagle-eyed listeners, eagle-eared listeners (laughs) might remember that about Oh, six episodes back, maybe a few more. We read out a message of yours and completely uh, surprised you. Yes. (laughs) Freaked you out a little bit. So apologies for that. I didn't mean to embarrass you at all Um, about um, that. You sent into us via um, Instagram uh, and it was a lovely message. And thank you for everything you said. Uh, I don't have that message in front of me right now, which is probably good, um, but I thought it'd be a great idea to uh, to to have you on the show. A because we love you, Uh, and B because I think our paths have crossed before. But before we get to where our paths might have crossed before, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you collect? Uh,
2: so my name is Chris, and I live in Hawaii. And um, I've been collecting for a long time, for the majority of my life. And um, I do collect Marvel cards, of course, uh, as a part of non-sport cards in general. I've been in and out of different sport, uh, different sorts of non-sport cards, and Marvel to Star Wars and entertainment and other things as well.
1: Cool cool um legend so where our paths have crossed is you were in fact i think you said actually you still are because it's still there um one of the moderators on scoundrel
2: yes (laughs) technically i
1: still am (laughs) back in the back in the day so um well i, I guess that's us start there how did you get involved in in scoundrel what what what, what brought you there
2: um so it was Back in the early 2000s, I started, um, because I had been collecting Star Wars and um, Lord of the Rings cards, and once um, the early, well, some of the earlier top sets got me into finding out about and collecting sketch cards, and so I had stumbled, I don't recall how I had originally um, found Scoundrel, but um, I know that Chris Edwards had created this community of sketch card artists and collectors and because I was interested in finding more about the artists and um, their work that drew me to the community and you know I've I've made a lot of friends both collectors and artists and it's been really interesting especially seeing um, some of the artists when they started out and how they've grown and developed their art and you know worked for or for Disney and Marvel and um, the the bigger companies um, over time. And it's been really fascinating. I mean, aside from the friendships,
1: it's, it's just so I, I know very little about the people behind scoundrel. I guess I kind of stumbled blind blindly in there about 2008 when I kind of started into cards and discovered sketches. Um, how long had you been on board at that point? Because it was already very much up and running with quite a few years worth of activity at that point.
2: Um, I'm trying to think. It's probably, I know it was at least several years um, because I had started around the time of, I think it was Star Wars Heritage and um, wow. Lord of the Rings Masterpieces. No. Oh, the so the good sets. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the very the very early top sketch
1: sets. Yeah. yeah, I I had a few of those Lord of the Ring masterpieces. I think I had the ones that everyone else had, like multiple copies of, because <laughs> there was some very <laughs> rudimentary took, ones it, in there.
0: I finally got my like Indiana Jones sketch card. I want because I wanted one. You know what I mean? Indiana. And it, it took forever to find it. You know, because you know the good stuff. I like Ian and I talk about this all the time, and and I was. You, you, i don't know if you remember me but i was the very annoying guy who kept looking for silver surfer cards um <laughs> um but yeah i re- just you don't it's it's really strange because I always tell people this is like you know the good sketch cards you've just never seen them you know yeah. what i mean you just don't see them you you know you think you see something and you're like oh that has to be the best ever and you're like you haven't even scratched the surface. That's been my favorite <laughs> part. Of that. It's true. I really, I feel, I honestly, mm. really, really. Feel. And I know a lot of people who have really impressive, amazing collections, but there's still so much I haven't seen. There's so, so much good historic pieces out there.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the um, of the shames about going back to look at scoundrel because a, a lot of people <laughs> put it on image hosting the Damn
0: photo bucket anymore.
1: yeah photo <laughs> yeah. bucket and and all sorts of other things so you go back there and there's all the all the all the, all the posts are still there because it's very much the old star bulletin board type of forum right right yeah. uh, which is great you know it has all the great navigation and stuff that facebook doesn't you know i wish facebook Mm -hmm. groups was was a little bit more like that um because you you can actually find stuff you know and it's actually got a structure to it um but you go through all these threads, you can see people absolutely gushing over something you can't see anymore. Yeah,
2: um, all the images are gone.
1: Yeah, so, which is a real shame. So tell me, uh, we we are going to do. I don't want to. I don't want to get. I'm I'm just curious about it. And but I don't want to bury the lead too much because I do have plans to do a bit of a scoundrel focused episode. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping we can arrange it for you to come on and join that one sure, along with a few sure, of the absolutely. other collectors but um just so that i uh, for my own curiosity you mentioned someone called chris edwards so i've never known who set scoundrel up who started it is is that the the person you're referring to he is, is that, yeah so right.
2: he's his original tag was marley eds i believe oh
1: yes that's right yeah yeah
2: yeah. Wow. And so he, from what I understand, he originally set up the forums um, kind of because he, he himself wanted to interact with the artists and have a place where they could discuss the cards and things mm. like that. So I think that was his, um, his reason for
1: founding the, the boards. Yeah. And I tell you, I tell you the interesting thing about that is that I've, it's only just occurred to me now, but one of the um, things that I guess inspired me with the, Groups that we've set up on Facebook is that interaction with artists because Scoundrel was my first experience. So for me, that was kind of the norm, if you like, the artists being able to engage with the collectors and have that dialogue. And it becomes a bit of a symbiotic thing because the artists themselves sell their own works in different Mm -hmm. parts of the forum and can promote promote their own creator own sets and things like that. Um, And you just don't see that much in the Facebook groups at all. Outside right, of right. Yeah. ours, I believe. I, I certainly mm-hmm. don't recall seeing it in some of the other ones, um, which is interesting. Um, i tell you one of the other interesting things about, about Scoundrel is that, for me, character collecting is, is and was very much a normal and regular thing there. Mm-hmm. So now exactly. people say that character yeah. collecting is on the rise. I, I, you know, I, I, I would say, <laughs> and it is by virtue of economics and affordability of that and things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, but yeah, there were so many um, character collectors. I remember one guy. I think his name was Dean, who was big time into Nova. Oh. Uh, he had hundreds, hundreds of Nova sketches. Um, but um, so, what's your, what was your kind of? poison if you like when it came to marvel cards where did you come into marvel cards because you if you came in on the lord of the rings train as it were when did you kind of look across the train station and see the train on the marvel platform and think oh i'll go over there and have a go
2: um i think it was uh so i'll admit that i've never been a real big comic guy uh so i mean i have I, i'm been basically a trading card guy my whole life so I've had bought the original uh, Marvel card sets mm. but um, when I w- when I started on scoundrel I was more Lord of the Rings and especially Star Wars um, but the sets I do remember uh, were complete Avengers and women of Marvel mm. because those had a lot of this uh, well not a lot but some of the same artists who were working on the top sets and so I kind of followed them into that and <laughs>
1: that's amazing women of Marvel bought. I'm holding up there for those who can't see it at home, which is everyone. <laughs> Women of Marvel is such a good set.
2: Such it good is. Set. It's a really, I really love that set. And I have to find, I don't know where my cards are, but I have to find them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it like that in your house? Have you got like vast kind of closets full of boxes of I, cards? And-
2: I, do unfortunately
0: (laughs) (laughs) not unfortunately okay that's that's good stuff (laughs) um ah so good stuff yeah complete avengers is a really you just don't see those very often um those cards are really beautiful and they have some amazing artists in there too
2: yeah, and really? I mean I know that one of the big draws for those sets was – with the Rittenhouse sets was that they offered a guaranteed color sketch uh, because mm-hmm. a lot of the Topps ones are were penciled, which I still love. And Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I mean I, I know that their thing was – their draw was the color sketches. Well,
1: it's so funny. I just bought the um – <laughs>
2: My
1: cat's being really ridiculous. Oh, we've got a cat on the podcast again. <laughs> She's terrible. I just she... The sell sheet.
0: Get out of here. Go, 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 go play. Um for a complete Avengers.
1: Oh, I've got one of those.
0: <laughs> They're brilliant. And if and it does say right on the bother, one colored sketch per box. It was like the it was at the cause it was flair to Spider Man. Silver Age. Marvel Creators, uh, Creators Collection. Collection. Top's Legends. Tops Legends. This came out in 06. <laughs> and this is probably one of the very first sets to do color, no?
1: Yeah, that was five yeah. years after Top's Legends. I think that was the next. I think that was the fifth I set. I think to it's do the next cards. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's the next one. Mm.
1: Yeah. Marvel, and I think though. it
0: was yeah, just crazy. Crazy. Crazy.
1: What, is it, what does it say that? on
0: the date on the bottom of that? It says fall two thousand six. <laughs> wow. We can call the dealer inquiries and see if they have any boxes left. If <laughs> you guys want Give to my, call them,
1: actually, seriously, can we do that? Can we actually call that number? I don't have my stupid on
0: phone on me, but I will. We'll do that a little bit later. In the
1: podcast. <laughs> I'll, we'll call I, them. See what happens. I think so. Just see what see what happens. I don't. I, I'm not sure. I've listened to podcasts where people like blindly call numbers surprise people <laughs> i'm not sure that's me i'm not sure i've got the stones to do it you know, I think I know so what we should
0: do one day is What's find that? out all these old numbers for like redemption cards and all this other stuff like no. old school old school and just have oh, an yes. episode where we just call the numbers <laughs> and see who's there see what happens what companies took them over be pretty funny
1: no i think i think it'll be like be like what do you want what do you got? Yeah. Be probably beeping. It'd yeah. be it just.
0: We tap into some government nuclear yeah. thing or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, the cops pull up outside. So, you rang this number? What are you doing?
0: You rang this number? What are you doing? Um. So okay. So scoundrel. For people who don't understand why scoundrel is such a big deal, and I was fortunate enough to like be early off in the game. I can't tell you how many control prints I had of cards that I would see on Scoundrel and drool over and I have like a binder filled with these images of surfers that I would just like because I would scour it because it was amazing because you know, yeah, they deep they got deep six and you never saw them again. But I mean, like, you got to see, you know, what six. they looked like. You got to right. <laughs> they did, you know. And you still got to like ex- at least experience them in some level. So I would have like f- stacks of papers of all these cards I had find and record keeping, which most of us do. Um, and uh, I, uh, Scoundrel was like, other than the Yahoo groups right, which was a little bit before or whatever, Scoundrel was kind of like the meeting ground. It was the first time that I think Marvel card collectors really were in one space. Mm. I don't think people realize how significant that was, especially understanding how difficult and rare these cards are and hard to find.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Complete Avengers, let's think. So yeah, my first one was Spider-Man Archives. Uh, that was the one I went in on for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, that was, that was, I think that was the first big release after I kind of discovered Sketch Cards. Because I by think the Archives I saw... It was
0: 2009, I think. So I didn't get to buy into Sketch Cards until much later. Like, I don't, I don't know about you, Chris, but the first picture I saw about Sketch Cards was the Doom Collector with, like, he's hanging over all the cards. Oh. <laughs> that was the first picture I saw of sketch cards. I saw this guy over all these different variations of Doom, all hand-drawn, painted, you know, markered mostly because, you know, it's old school stuff. And it was just – I was just like, oh my god, I want this. And that's kind of what set me up. So for your collection, Chris, did you you go down the character route? I know you did particular sets, but did you do like – complete artist sets where you got an example from every artist did you go that that far in i'm sure you did
2: no i mean i think it was just kind of random because um because i had gotten to know and become friends with so many different artists i kind of wanted a lot of different uh representations of different artists in my collection so it was just kind of a combination of opening boxes and you know buying whatever whatever i liked
0: uh, it's awesome that's great man so cool to total, be around that total time. random <laughs> i love that though i mean i think that's great i think that's awesome I, I love the total random collectors you know we we've spoken to our two kevins uh kevin saint jack and uh kevin letty who was IE cards back in the day and like they kind of did the same thing you know they they you know they knew the artist but their collections were very much like well i love this i love this i love this it's so cool to see how those collections build over time and take on an identity, you know what I mean? Even though you're just picking up things, like, it's really interesting.
1: Mm. I'm just drooling at the memory of some of the images, but (laughs) uh, it's like, I'll never, I'll never see them again. Like some of the, um, someone posted one on group, actually. In fact, yeah, I've had a really hard weekend, actually, because someone on Saturday went on one of the groups and posted, uh, posted the following board let's see black cat sketches. <laughs> and, cool. and, you know, it, yeah. And I said, so, you know, I I fed in early, foolishly as I do. And then, uh, the usual suspects came out to play and I got hammered. <laughs> Let me think who, who threw in there. Well, basically the, the sketch that, that was thrown in that, that floored me was cat stags. Mm. stags is so good, man. Yeah. I remember, uh, cats work, being very um highly sought after back in and that's the interesting thing i find that each kind of year or group of sets or maybe even down to the set in some cases there's always a hot artist of the moment Mm -hmm. um which i find quite interesting and certainly Cat's Dags was up there back in the day back in the day yeah yeah um i don't think she's I think I think with a lot of these people, it's they're still active. They've just moved on from cards. I think the ones that we don't kind of see on sets now is Ms Yeah,
2: because I think she's actually done some actual comic work and covers. And yeah. So I mean, that's that's better for her career
1: than, yeah. <laughs> than um, sketch cards. Yeah, absolutely. At this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I, I do find it interesting that journey that some artists go on, where it's a it's a kind of a step along their path if you see what I mean, uh-huh. rather than just uh, carry on and doing the one thing. Um, and who else? I um, was trying mm. to think who the hot hot ones were back in the day. I mean, Santa Yu has come back. She's very sought yes. after. Um, and um, goodness me as i'm just scrolling through these images which is why my 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 speech has just become a little bit difficult
0: (laughs) i brought up the scoundrel pages as well to like look through them as we talk because so what was your what was your handle it's on there i can send you the link it's on there um so what was your handle on there chris i I, did we mention already for everybody i want to make sure people know
2: I I half remember it. I, I saw it, and I don't remember. I think it's Hawaiian lion.
1: Oh no, yours. Um, you actually said in the email it is uh, uh Kilika eight oh eight. Oh,
2: sorry, sorry, wrong wrong board. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, God, it's everywhere. I thought oh, so, so too. I was like, yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. So Kilika is Chris in Hawaiian, so that's basically why. And then eight oh eight is our our area code.
1: Yeah. I love okay, it. <laughs> So so school me now cuz I'm I'm ignorant of this and that's to to my shame I expect. So Hawaiian Hawaiian is an actual language in and of itself, yeah? Correct. Yes. Cool. Right. Okay. And were you And born I and Christ? I
2: don't speak it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <No>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so but you're from you were born born and raised in Hawaii?
2: Um I was actually born in California but I moved to Hawaii when I was about 3, so I grew oh, up okay.
1: in Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Man and boy. Literally okay cool um i was um in, in one of your emails you mentioned um that you have started getting into the mcu side of marvel cards so talk yes. to me about that and how how when that started
2: um so again i've never been a big comic reader so i mean i've known Obviously, the Marvel characters. Yeah. So, But I didn't go really hard into Marvel products initially, the comic-based products. Um, also because I was uh, more into collecting Star Wars at the time. But anyway, um, so I really got into the Marvel movies, the MCU movies. And so once those sets started coming out, because um, I've always also been a big autograph collector too. Even you know when I was younger, I would send requests through the mail and things like that. Uh, actors and other and athletes um but once those sets started coming out i really got into collecting those autographs um and and sketch cards and and memorabilia cards as well um so over the years i've kind of gotten into this uh i call it a master set of mcu i mean i know that it's never a set that's going to be finished um but just collecting different autographs of different actors both the big names and the smaller names and because there's so many actors and and you know actors who have done things outside of marvel Mm -hmm. as well and it's just been i know it's a set that's never going to be complete but I'm just, it's something that I'm really enjoying the journey on just going through all the different movies, you know, collecting autographs of movies that are still coming out, things like
1: that. Yeah. Ah, so cool. Oh, I, I love the phrase enjoying the journey. Uh, so <laughs> that's brilliant. That's uh, what I really like about, about what you were saying in the email is that you sound like you really are enjoying that journey. Um, one of the, um, one of the ones you mentioned actually was Paul Rudd because he's not signed yes. on a Marvel card. Cool. Um, but he has signed... Parks and Rec. Uh, That's it, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got his?
2: I did, and I actually bought his um, before Ant-Man originally came out. So oh, wow. at the time, um, the the Press Pass Parks and Rec card was the only card that he had. I mean, there's a lot of parallels and inscriptions in there, but that was the only set that he had. And I believe that, as of now, he he's only added one other set, which is a, a Allen & Ginter baseball set but oh. so he doesn't he doesn't actually have any Marvel branded
1: cards so okay.
2: so i just took a chance because i i mean i knew the movie was coming out and i knew that he's a really funny guy and obviously everything worked out but i mean it's it's really cool to have his card i mean it's an on card auto too so yeah
0: yeah 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 which <laughs> oh. is amazing yeah that's really cool oh, that's really cool yeah i love that too i i think he's one of my favorite mcu characters honestly i just see i love that i I keep playing around with getting that retro diamond card out of 15 Mm. because i just think it looks so good you know it looks so good (laughs) oh they all look good they all look good they all they all 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 really look good yeah i love the wasp one too uh she did a bunch of on card was it
1: on card for ant-man and wasp Right. No, uh, uh, it's a
2: sticker? I think they were all yeah. stickers. Yeah, yeah all
1: stickers. it's up deck fairly recent as well. Um, yeah, she I've got hers um, on card from uh, lost lost. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's what I was thinking. Um, she did a number of um, lost cards. Actually, they all did um, all on card as well. That's uh, a great set. Which is uh, it is I'm, I'm nowhere near finished, but um, I'm not wow. far off actually. Having said that, I think I've got I've got most of the Inkworks era nailed. Probably about halfway through the Written House stuff. Wow! Um, but um, that must have been so. Were you? Um. Uh, I, again, I know I know Hawaii not just one place. You know, there's there's what four four islands is it four? There's, put me on the spot for this one. I think. I know. I know there's more than one. So. Yeah, there's there's eight main islands, I believe. Oh, eight. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Right. There we go. There's my. I I really need to properly do some research before I start talking about things I don't know anything about. No. Um. I I I just get fascinated because Lost is one of my all-time favourite shows, and Mm. I just get fascinated with um, you know, anything relating to um. Why now <laughs> whenever I kind of you know think about Lost I start getting a bit giddy with it um, I don't suppose you're in it as an extra in any particular episode no no no, no right. so yeah. it's, it's worth asking because you know I'd go back and um, find you on the episode grab I'm screen, an extra uh, in uh, in Bad Boys uh,
0: it doesn't surprise me doesn't surprise. It, I'm me. I'm not. It's a joke. Unbelievable. <laughs>
1: no, but it still doesn't surprise me. Still doesn't surprise me. If you'd if you'd have actually proved spirit. it to me, I'm um, unsurprised. Um, no, true. I was going to say I was going to get a screen cap and do a custom card and get Christy it. <laughs> you know, do <laughs> kind of do a through the mail kind that of custom card. a really thing. good
0: set for extras is just have a bunch of cards that are just about extras only. None of the main actors yeah. at all. Just like a card series.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of the things I like about auto cards g- generally from uh, non-sports because um, I've been going deep into Star Trek of late, um, Lost is still ongoing, Battlestar Galactica is still ongoing, I don't know when I'm going to return to that one um, I've finished Hellboy the movie um, I'm currently on Aliens versus Predator and Aliens and Alien um, as well so I've got all those cooking and I'm going to be starting on Lord of the Rings I've I've decided I've seen so many good oh there's a collector in actually in Norwich in my home city who's currently selling off their Lord of the Rings auto cards oh, wow. on eBay and they're all bite now at, you know proper prices but they're gorgeous like Christopher Lee on two um, towers on card it's like that's cool yeah it's worth the money you know i mean he ain't signing anymore yeah. i was so close to getting a gandalf
0: for like my one-off collection because i have like a mm. like a one-off for movies i like um mm. i was so close to doing that but it's gone it got away from me you know what i mean i wanted to get the twilight zone rod serling out Did of you 50 because you, was, I you do were looking know for that. i was hey 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 hey! you don't pay for the walls um cats insane um but i was i was close man i was so close you were to getting that to your it's of, <laughs> <then from here. laughs> no never i i I'd definitely be living in a cardboard box then um in no pieces. in pieces mostly um <laughs> yeah it was it's like out of 50 and um i stupidly asked some people i guess who were really entrenched in the hobby and didn't like me asking. So one did come up on eBay and then it went for like two grand. And I was like, okay, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. That that makes sense. I figured it was my mistake. I should have just kept quiet and waited. But uh, yeah, my me and my big mouth. But there's so many beautiful cards out there. So I, I want to ask you, Chris, because I feel like people who like yourself were on Scoundrel and collected sketch cards in that era, right? Um, have such a better familiarity with artists especially comic book artists who are working on sketch cards you know because a lot of the sketch cards when they were first introduced had all these comic book legends um drawing on them which is always something that fascinates me who are some of the artists that you were just like taking back from people maybe we don't know that are comic book artists people you know because i think about um ed benz um who, yeah, I'm just, I love seeing sketch cards by him um, and some other artists. I wasn't sure, you know, if you had any favorites that you could talk to.
2: Um, so, again, I didn't really get too much into the, the comic creator sets uh, because I didn't. I honestly don't know a lot of them and, and didn't appreciate their work. So it's, it was harder for me. Even with um, the original, what was it, the Marvel Masterpieces sets that had sketch cards in Yeah, booth, that's right. Like, 07 I 8, didn't. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of the comic creators so I followed a lot of the artists who were new to sketch cards and new to comics and that's cool um you know like Kat and um Katie Cook and uh Mm -hmm. Randy Martinez and uh, yes so people who some of them who are working actually in comics now but who originally were just you know hired on to do cards for tops
0: yeah right like illustrators fantasy artists correct yeah
2: Yeah. uh, so that's the kind of group that I was attracted to. Um, I mean, more, more so for their, their styles of art. And um, those are the ones who I collected more because I, I just didn't know and I didn't I couldn't appreciate the, the actual creators.
0: It's tough. The, those sets are really tough to understand. I mean, you really have to really be drenched in and understand. So... God, that's awesome. Katie Cook is so great. Yeah. I love her stuff. She was actually at a convention in North Carolina and my wife and I were, yeah, we were walking by and I looked at the work. and I was like, oh, that looks like Katie Cook stuff. And I looked back and I saw Katie Cook's name. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like six foot five. And I like stopped in my chair. I was like, oh my God, Katie Cook. And she looked frightened as hell. And she was sitting down, she's shorter and she was like, hi. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I collect sketch cards. And she was like, oh, you're one of those people. And I was like,
1: <laughs>
0: it was funny. Cause I was talking to uh, Matt Fuller who, who was another Lord of the Rings collector, a uh, collector like yourself and a Marvel card collector. Um, and he was talking about how you just don't get sketch cards anymore that have like thought bubbles mm. or have that humor. You know what I mean? It's such a shame because we, we were just talking about that on, on, on Instagram and so many good cards, especially if you're like Star Wars Heritage and all those, yes. <laughs> she did so many good ones for that.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, man, so many good ones. She did such good pieces there. So who are some of the artists from Heritage, Star Wars Heritage, that you were a fan of?
2: Um, So Heritage, Katie, um, Matt Bush, uh, let's see who else was there. Joe Caroni.
0: Ah, that's cool. Uh,
2: uh, Randy Martinez. I'm trying to remember who else was on that set. Tom Hodges. Otis Frampton, who doesn't do cards anymore.
0: Oh, I was wondering about that. I was wondering about that. Wow.
2: yeah, I think he kind of moved into digital illustration and he kind of got tired of doing the whole card scene. So he yeah. moved on to other things. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: Those are great get tired of cards i suppose people do
2: (laughs) well the business
0: i mean being a sketch card artist i mean has to be oh it's hard graft yeah that's that's terrible uh,
1: reward you know so um, that's that's really niche
0: so for heritage when you're looking at well heritage or even like complete avengers right were there characters and Across anything like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or Marvel, that you were more attached to, or maybe like a style of art.
2: Um, I don't think there were too many characters. I think it's it's more the style. Um, so it was. I guess it's kind of weird because I had a a wide variety of cards that I liked. I mean, because Cats more photorealistic, whereas you know, Katie and and Randy Martinez are very. Um, and that their lines are I like line you know lines that are very simple but defining. Um, so like Katie and Randy, you know they don't have to draw a lot of a lot you don't have to use a lot of pencil or ink to define their characters and and their styles are very distinct and um, it's just their styles are, are ones that I really liked and was really drawn to.
0: I think what's great about them is too is like – I like that kind of work as well, right? I love the – the. it's more – it's not necessarily the amount of work that's in there. It's the decisions that are made that Uh really – you know what I mean? Like those artists, especially they like understood how to frame with just one or two lines to give you that composition just right. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, it's more about the decisions than the um, persistence, meticulousness details type of stuff. Yeah. I love that. I love those. I love all of that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. And I mean, another part of it too, was the humor, like you were saying, because you know, Katie and Randy and um, even Andy price with his, with his written house stuff, they just put so much humor, and into their cards that I really—I mean, it's not just the artwork that you enjoy, but it's the sense of humor that goes along with it.
0: Yeah, the storytelling—I missed. I'm so mad. I missed a great Andy Price surfer. Mm. That was on. He's on a beach scene, and he, you know, he's, he's <laughs> going surfing, and um, basically, it's just a very funny scene. But it was—it was great because I was gonna—I was gonna get it, but surfer's so expensive for me now. I have to be like really picky, mm. but. It was reminiscence of the top's bubblegum card that he oh. was on. Funny enough. I, yeah, I know. I don't I don't I'm sure he knew because it was just way too close. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just way too close. But I missed it, but I love Andy Price's stuff. I think there was a, a supergirl just recently, DC Universe, on, on eBay. Mm. Just recently it was a beautiful piece too. But I did miss those guys. I don't. I don't know. I feel like. So do you? You know, I see. I've seen you moderate pretty um, recent groups in Scoundrel for like Marvel Masterpieces 2016 and sets like that. Are you kind of still into more modern sets? Do you do you stay away from modern sketch cards? What do you What are you kind of still into?
1: Um,
2: I think because I kind of moved over to autographs, and um, I had kind of taking a detour from cards after Scoundrel for a while that I... I haven't been following the artists as closely, so I don't know a lot of who they are. So it's it's been a learning process lately getting back into uh, to Marvel cards and, and learning all the, the artists who weren't around when I was originally collecting sketch cards. So it's been an interesting process.
0: <laughs> it's a lot more artists now and it's 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 yeah. it's it's an awful it, lot. It's an awful lot. It's hard to like come back and come in and out like i haven't had that experience yet because i you know Ian and i with the show and everything like that we're pretty much you know 24 7 with this right now but i can't imagine like leaving which i'm sure will eventually happen and then coming back and having to like see what's out there you know yeah what i, yeah, mean? I <laughs> did that
1: once i did that once oh that's right that's yeah, right I had 2013 2014 i was pretty much out um which is why i'm still struggling to fill in gaps on I missed Women in Marvel 2 and Dangerous Divas 2, pretty much, mm-hmm. in terms of um, uh, uh, Black Cat, and I'm still kind of struggling. Of course, they had limited numbered parallels in those sets. So, mm-hmm. um, And then, yeah, I kind of came back in just as Vibranium and Marvel Gems and then Drisco, of course, and then <laughs> it, was, it was all over after that. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, no, I was just suddenly, um, I went off scuttling off to get my Star Wars Heritage Binder. <gasps> Um, oh
0: that's so cool which is
1: uh which i i was talking to greg from uh rebel base card podcast have you have you um heard any of his shows i
2: haven't but i heard the episode that you had brought him on
1: he's really good he's a lovely like lovely him. fella he does great um, episodes, and he talks to loads of artists but he's um um he mentioned something in passing i have a feeling that the heritage binder might have been exclusive I, I can't believe it was exclusive to the uk but he said something that led me to believe it was quite difficult to get in the states and yet oh. i always see them on ebay uk so maybe it <laughs> was um <laughs> but i never realized and i've got the sell sheet here in the binder. oh and, you know, that's that down, cool and it's a proper like multiple page one i never realized it had sketch cards in this set because you know i've got the base set um i've got any of the chase um i just dig that original kind of um star wars card design um but 2004 star wars heritage it says here wow that's going back a bit but yeah either star wars is a deep hole to go down i've i've had to stop myself but um i'll probably keep heritage because i'm gonna fix myself to the original trilogy i think oh
0: that's cool that's yeah cool. i
1: think i'm gonna stick around but just fix myself to the original trilogy because otherwise it's just chaos out there um but here's a question for you if you were so it sounds to me like you're kind of very much um, journeyman might be the wrong expression but what I mean is you're kind of just going with the flow and you're like you know your stuff catches your eye that you like and you collect it which is you know a good way to be and all that and you're not necessarily focusing on um, characters however if you were to go for one kind of Star Wars character and you were going to go just you know someone said to you you can only collect one character from star wars be it sketches or on base cards the rest of your days who would you go for
2: probably boba fett <laughs> I mean, that's, okay
1: that's an easy answer but yeah that's no, a good Just one slipping you a 20 under the table
2: <laughs> that's a good
0: one man i mean well so so you're an autograph guy then right so yeah. i think I have a Boba Fett card here, and and, and, and I, I, I'm sure you'll recognize it. It's um, it's the Galaxy one with the white backdrop. I just think those Galaxy autograph cards are some of the nicest Star Wars autograph cards I've ever seen. I just yeah. can't get over it. They're beautiful. And it's the art by Joe Smith. Is that right? Or I forget who it is now who did those portraits. I
2: Forget which
1: who it was. I I could look, but I carry on talking. I'll Google it because I've (laughs) no skin in this particular uh, conversation, Fred. They're they're Uh, done.
0: No, because I I know you're doing um, autographs, and I just thought, I just thought those were so nice because I don't think I've ever seen Star Wars autographs other than the sketchographs with autographs. Did you do mm -hmm. those, by the way?
2: They were a little expensive for me, but I do have. One, I think, the early Shoshan, the shop T.
0: Oh, damn. That's cool. Oh.
2: And actually, I used to have an Anthony Daniels, but I unfortunately sold that one.
1: Oh. It is Joe
0: Smith, it's by so, the way. I thought so. Joe Smith, okay. But – man those are really cool sketchograph autograph i really like those those were i wonder if upper deck will do that
1: one hang on day. a minute so that so the, let me just get this straight so it's a sketch oh, yeah, card sorry. but it's also it's signed card. by the actor yep wow okay there's they're the awesome there's a I'm there's to, a... i'm used to memorabilia cards being signed by the actor um you know lost was that was lost was my first introduction to that actually wow. uh, with costume Relics then signed by the actor, and then it kind of went bonkers with Lost, where you had like cars with sand in uh, from, <laughs> from Chris's man. local beach. Um, and um, local beach. It probably it might have been, for all I know, um, and pieces of the plane that's cool embedded yeah. in a car, you know, and things like that. Uh, I think we know who Norrin's Star Wars character would be if they were going to go on that particular journey. <laughs> mandalorian baby mandalorian. all the way dinjarin so, so we've got Surfer and mando f- for you chris is boba fett and uh or boba fett's over here uh,
0: miss marvel
1: that's a yeah. good one now, Khan. ah right okay uh, Miss marvel right i'm with you
0: you gotta be excited about that series man that's gonna I, be pretty fun
1: i am really stoked
2: and i i'm really happy that the the initial reviews are really really good
0: i know i know yeah yeah yeah. i saw that that's gonna be fun
1: when's it land it's i think it's june so next week uh, because we're recording on memorial day for you guys um yeah Yeah, next wednesday Wednesday, wow oh wednesdays again that's cool because i quite enjoyed um
2: Yes, yeah, so I think they're they're keeping Marvel on Wednesdays and Star Wars on Fridays.
1: Marvel works well for me on Wednesdays because I work from home on Wednesdays and I was able to, and my wife works on Wednesdays, so I've got the house to myself, my kids at <laughs> school. So I can come down, quickly get myself something like egg on toast or something, get it on a train in front of the telly and watch the Marvel episode. <laughs> on my lunch break and then come back upstairs and start work again. It's, it's great. I've managed to fit, fit that into my schedule, so I'm not really far behind and get all the spoilers. Um, um, I would be um, Princess Leia, Empire Strikes Back. That's a I would damn specifically specific go, Leia. Well, that's the thing. If you don't specify it with Star Wars, it's crazy. That's you true. think about how many that's films true. she's been in, how many outfits yeah, she wears in that's every that's true. Film. I mean, honestly, she has she gets more outfits in one of those movies than Lady Gaga does on a concert. Um, it is crazy. So, yeah, Princess Leia. And specifically, if I was going to really narrow it down, I'd go for the um, outfit she's wearing for kind of the first hour. You know where she has that first hour. With, with Han in the Millennium Falcon and, uh, you know. Um, oh, that's a good one.
0: That's a good one, Yeah.
1: That's yeah, cool. That, that, that outfit kind of works for me. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, but I'm <laughs> just ignoring you at this point. Um, but, yeah, I do think – I mean, that's true. You do, don't you? I've Yeah, I think you do. I think you really do have to be specific with what out – what you costume.
1: Yeah. I, I think and, – and, you know, it's the one thing I – mean, so, Chris, have you found – because I've recently <laughs> found that my complete – um, everything i thought about myself as a collector has changed in the last 18 months I, you know, I've, I've got changed direction completely um and i found it a lot more rewarding to do so have you found that you've ever kind of done that in your in years of collecting have you kind of made any organic or d- decision kind of changes to how you collect and what you collect
2: um, a little bit. I mean, with the autographs, it's it's been pretty constant. But with the the um the, the more recent product, I mean, because I kind of got away from opening boxes because it got really expensive, and you know, the not that I'm doing it for return, but the yeah. return wasn't that great. And I mean, just I would make better use of my money buying singles, whether it's autographs or sketch cards or memorabilia. Yeah parallels or whatnot um, but I mean the during the pandemic it's really I mean I haven't changed too much but I've I've actually discovered new Marvel sets I mean because I was out of Marvel for a while um, I've been able to find new sets and there's, there are products that I wasn't around when they originally released that I now love <laughs> um, but and also you know finding your the, your Facebook group—it's been really great for me as well, and the
1: podcast, of course. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna, no! I'm gonna slip him another twenty, will it? Uh, um, it's so, in your paper. Um, <laughs> so, uh, give us an example of of one of those sets that you just referenced in passing that you've kind of discovered after the fact, if you like, that's that's been out there.
2: Well, one of them is really is the the 2016 Marvel Gem set because I didn't i wasn't around i mean i wasn't collecting marvel at the time and even if i was i don't think i would have opened boxes because they were so expensive it was but
1: just because, high end, wasn't it? Mm.
2: yeah it was really high-end um but because it has because i kind of gravitate more towards female characters um, so that's it. That was a really great set, especially with the the parallels. Oh my goodness, that's awesome!
0: <laughs> 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 so probably Ian's probably holding skills. up some Marvel gems. I mean, you know, you know, it's funny. Even down to the sketch cards, that set was designed so beautifully, sketch like goes. on the stunning. If you don't know the sketch cards, basically the way they are designed is you actually have diamonds and gems on either side, but they're in that foiling that you would usually mm. see reserved yeah. for like the AP circle or, you know, um, anything else. And, and they're kind of really slathered all over there uh, in a really nice uh, composition. It's really c- beautiful.
1: Quite awesome. They're kind of beautiful scattered, pieces. I
0: guess. Scattered? Yeah, the
1: right
0: it's way? one of the prettiest, prettiest sketch card stocks I've ever seen, actually in terms of go. it being dressed up and stuff. It's yeah, gorgeous. You can't
1: really see it so well on this one because of the way the artist has done them. Um, I background. think they look good, but, man. The logo yeah. looks good, too.
0: I think it's super, super nice. nice.
1: They're lovely. And the, the 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 back back awesome. well. and the character names on the back is awesome.
0: And the character names on the back, which is so hard to get sketch cards I feel like those are always gone.
1: <laughs> oh, it's on the front as well. I just suddenly realized you know? it's at the front at the bottom. <laughs> um, yeah, like they are really lovely. Boys. Yeah. Beautiful piece.
0: That's, it's great, really, man. Yeah. I opened up one box cause my wife and I were oh, on wow. vacation and yeah, I got stupid. I don't know what happened, but we stopped on to the side of the road of this comic book shop and she got a Cotabacaya statue of a, of a female character, oh. um, for the Bishu Bishujo line. And, um, they had a box of Marvel gems. It was like 120 bucks, and I was like, uh, super lucky, like super super lucky. Um, but like, I loved how it opened. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the box, if you haven't opened it. It slides apart.
1: I don't the- think I have one of those. I've got a whole crate here of empty but uh, but intact boxes because I oh. collect uh, the boxes because um, I love them um although i shouldn't and i'm just looking at i think six bianchi masterpieces boxes (laughs) um uh, empty of course um and i don't have a marvel gems one which is frustrating because it is a set i'm actually collecting well just the base cards really in the base you gotta
0: hit up dunn uh jonathan dunn
1: jd see if he has any yeah see if he has any um but no those um and that was the uh, i tell you the thing about marvel gems that a lot of people don't realize there's an awful lot of firsts there uh, for Marvel cards. So it was the first exquisite cards. So the first, um, uh, sorry, the first use of the exquisite line in Marvel cards because it ex- you know, existed in sports, of course. Um, and also the first, I'm pretty sure it was the first set with uh, actual um, lab manufactured gems embedded in the cards. Um, yeah, I think it is Marvel. too. Um, which have, sixteen was really of the year where 16, they did vibranium. They were firing on all thrusters. I mean, yeah, they had vibranium the year before as well. That's uh, right. Which was just crazy. Um, it, it, it was an odd set at the time. I don't think people knew what to make of it, but it's really found its life now, um, and people are going crazy for vibranium. Um, but I, uh, I mean. Marvel gems did have a couple of things that I don't think works let's let's be honest with you. i mean the the wooden this is such a thick card. Yeah. Oh yeah. the no boys allowed ones. I mean, look how thick that is. it's yeah. crazy uh, I, but I, I believe it has wood embedded in there with no boys yeah. allowed written on um, but the diamond the diamond cards were just oh wow, <laughs> phenomenal.
0: they look great. Down Absolutely. to the foiling, the, the everything, yeah. the art
1: choice, they really do a great job on those. Oh, they're lovely. They're lovely. I've, for ages, the one-of-one one black um, diamond card, not black diamond as in the set, but it was happened to be black, I think, um, was on eBay and it was floating around with the japanese you know those uh, japanese sellers and they multiple sellers list the same oh. item because they they uh, buy yeah. it from somewhere else that's selling it that's only japan and it's quite common practice in japan actually you'll often see the same card two or three times from different japan oh. sellers that's because oh. they are getting it they are selling it at a markup and are going to buy it from yahoo japan or something like that Oh, interesting. Where the owner has got it for sale. Yeah, it's quite a common thing and apparently not frowned upon at all. Um, but yeah, it confuses the heck out of loads of people. <laughs> I always worry about those
0: listings, but that's good to know,
1: actually. Well, it's interesting, actually. I was talking to someone the other day and it's, um, he found something really cool from the Black Diamond set through one of those um, Japanese resellers mm-hmm. for a really good price. There's a lot of like, so yeah. There's loads the, of collectors.
0: There's a lot of um, Asian, specifically Japan, collectors out there. Yeah. Like it's impressed. Like it's awesome what the cards they have over there. Like I feel like, I feel like Australia has some really core strong collectors. I know for you, Chris, you have a guy that's over there. I'm I'm sure you don't know. I'm just talking out. I saw some video or something like that, who is a Magic the Gathering collector who has like alpha and beta like he's one of the biggest black lotus collectors and he's in oh, your neck of the woods
2: I yeah i didn't know that <laughs>
0: i had no no that i did it honest it was on um you know one of those videos or whatever from from these guys um uh, from Vintage Magic or whatever the guy who owns that website. But he was showing a video, and, and the guy lives in wow. Hawaii. And, oh wow! I mean, decked out, and and it's not the only person I've heard too. Like Hawaii has some pretty there are some
1: like, big collectors in Hawaii.
0: Big collectors in Hawaii, which is nuts. That Australia, Japan, and you know they, we have some in the U.S., but it's pretty amazing how t- how far spread out everybody is. I, t-
1: I tell you the interesting thing though, the Upper Deck license covers. Um, that that side as well. So I think it covers Hong Kong, Singapore, Japan. Oh, I so, don't you know, know that. Can, yeah, so they can release and ship over there. That's so why. This is why when when you know when we did our masterpieces box break video. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, that's right. Time we, yeah, we did it. We at. weren't the first video up because at that time of day it was already past embargo time in yeah. Hong Kong. So the first videos up were break videos from. Um, sellers in Hong Kong those guys are beasts man and they open yeah, up they so much loads. product open, yeah. it's crazy Masterpiece is 20 loads got broken uh, you know and people were really thirsty to get stuff you know in the States and Canada and Europe um, and so much of the product I think went um, and was broken in Japan Hong Kong you know around that way yeah so round that way, he says, geographically, generalizing. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I'm just sort of thinking of a map in my head. Um, so <clears throat> let me think. One of the things that you mentioned on your email, which I found was really sweet, was you um, had a hookup, a scoundrel hookup um, at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that.
2: 2008. Um, So that was my... 2008, it was my one and only time to Comic-Con. And so I forget who it was, but one of the other, one of my friends from, the, from Scoundrel had organized a dinner for uh, a bunch of us collectors and artists. And so that's when, I mean, we had been talking, obviously we've been talking on the board for years at that point, for some of us. And so that was the first time that we were able to meet in person and kind of hang out and everything. And I mean, that's just aside from, you know, seeing all the artists who were actually had at tables at, at, at the con. Um, but I mean that was that was really fun. I mean, I only mentioned it just because Norin had said when he went to Culture Collision, um, just being able to to meet up with a bunch of Marvel guys who he had been speaking with online or whatnot, and being able to meet them in person for the first
1: time. That's the thing, and that, yeah, that's why I want to talk on it because because that's starting to happen so much more now. Now, that yeah, that's we're opening back up. I mean, we're
0: we're doing. And you know we we want Ian there, so we'll we'll try to do another. We're gonna do another one where Ian can actually be there, but coming up in June, we're doing one basically for the group in um, Charlotte, North Carolina, called uh, Heroes Con.
1: Heroes Con. Okay.
0: And so Heroes Con is a pretty big convention, but what's really nice is that a lot of the artists that are sketch card artists are actually going to be there. So there's going to be a lot of tables, a lot of sketch card artists, and I don't know how this even kind of got started. But basically, I really
1: don't. It kind of got out of hand.
0: Matt Matt Fuller (laughs) asked me, and then other people were like, all right, let's make this crazy. And I was like, what? (laughs) But Uh apparently, apparently. I think the 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 goal of it is to basically have it as like a group trade event for the first time. So people are going to bring original art from the sets. People are bringing Matt Fuller's bringing I think, uh, uh, one thousand two hundred uh, sketch cards. Uh, like it, it's going to be binders and binders. I'm going to Facetime Ian and we're going to do a thing. We're going to do a is- bunch of fun stuff. But it's going to be trying to make it like into a, like a big thing you know what i mean so it should you be just really have fun
1: a, you know can you just have one of those really old crt tvs you know the ones that go back as far well as they're wise, <laughs> yes, on a stand with wheels that you wheel in yeah and i'm on there like max headroom <laughs> you're you're you're
0: Ian five instead of johnny 5, work. Ian five and you're just rolling exactly. around everywhere i love it yeah oh yeah. wonderful that'd be cool so, I'm excited though, Chris. So, that must have been so for me when I met everybody, it was a pretty crazy experience. I, I talked about it a bit more, but was it similar for you? I mean, you know, Scoundrel is famous for like the types of collectors that were on there because I think Scoundrel, if I'm not wrong, Chris, and you please correct me because I don't know, you do had some of the biggest if not the biggest marvel card collectors of of our hobby pretty frequently on there
2: yeah at the time definitely and so it was it was pretty surreal but it was a great experience just being able to to finally meet everyone in person i mean you know both collectors and artists and just being able to hang out and talk about anything i mean it wasn't just cards obviously but it was so much fun (laughs)
0: that's so cool that's oh, so cool that's fun i'd love to go to san diego one day
2: and and you know the interesting yeah. thing is i just i was on um on dan's live the other day great curator and because uh, yeah. he was at celebration and i was you know i was just thinking out loud and i was saying you know disney really needs to do a marvel convention because star wars has celebration and the disney movies have d23 i mean as big as marvel is now yeah. why not do some sort yeah. of marvel Center convention
1: well we were talking about this with, with Greg and I said because you know the thing is with Star Wars is that, you know, wherever you are in the fandom, they celebrate it and there's that, that ethos. So it's the perfectly named thing. You don't have that I think I think it's there, but it's not it's not fostered and 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 uh, you know that connectivity. You know the people who like the comics. You know might not be so into the films. The people who like the yeah. films might not touch the comics. You know, there are people who like the cards. You know, cut. You know, there there are there are definite lanes that I find people are stuck in. You know, because um, yeah. they like certain things. And um, so I would love something that would pull. You know those different. Uh, you know uh, aspects together and kind of make it a bit more Venn diagram. I think Star Wars has always been really good at that. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. I remember, I, I don't know if it was here that I was talking about it with you, Ian, or somewhere else, kind of blanking out on that. But, man, Star Wars, like, I remember being a kid and getting the Star Wars magazines with yeah. the toys in there, the yeah, cards. It was, it was like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was Greg. That's right. And, mm. like, Marvel just never has ever kind of made that synergy, right? That kind of like relationship between all their collectibles and this is this one place. Like no one's ever really capitalized on that. Like they quite did it for Star Wars. Star Wars has done it for so many years now that you expect it, right? That's what Greg was telling yeah. me. You know, you expect to have your your toe dipped into a couple of different <laughs> pools, you know what I mean? And you understood that you ha- would have action figures and cards and you can have this and that you know but marvel not so much i i'm hope i'm hopeful that that changes and i think it's mostly Mm. because i think marvel cards need to be more at comic book conventions than they need to be at card shows yes you know what i mean just because like the type of fans for marvel cards should be cross pollinating between the fans of people who know these artists who know comic books who understand the historical aspect of some of these superheroes because i think you're just going to make the cards have so much more um appeal life you know Mm -hmm. desirability to them so it's interesting i mean it's funny you were talking to dan you know everything that's happening that's happened with marvel cards and the and the waves and everything is now just starting with Star Wars, you know what I mean? They're like in the thick of it now. Those poor bastards, <laughs> they have no
1: idea. What's <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I've seen so much good footage from Celebration. I can't wait to talk to ah, Celebration's he so had good. Yeah, the, the life of, of Riley. Um, I, I've got to quickly ask you because I'm just I'm, I'm 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 fingering some of my own cards here. Uh, no, no smutty comments, darling. No um, what's your um your auto, your most cherished Marvel auto, your MCU one. What's the one that keeps kind of you pop, pop under your pillow at night?
0: You better not have cards there, Chris, and you haven't showed me any yet. I was going to say, I'm, I was thinking uh,
1: was, I was, I was, I I you'd show us something. Chris, I've got I've been loads I am
0: like, If this guy looks off camera and is looking at his cards and he hasn't thrown them on camera.
2: <gasps>
1: oh, okay. Benedict Cumberbatch from Star Trek. Oh, that's a nice one.
0: Damn! Look at that auto, Chris. That thing's blue, man. That yeah, thing's that's on
1: beautiful. Card. Oh. Yeah.
0: Chris, mother. That's
1: beautiful. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, oh, I, can
0: show
2: you some, I can show you some more real quick. Oh, yeah. I'm always Pull up to
1: God. Well, I'm sweating. Let's have a let's. Have, well, I'm going to show you as you've shown me, Doctor Strange. There's my Wong. Oh, oh Wong. Whoa, whoa. I love oh, Wong. Wong, I love Wong. Oh, oh and there Paul we go. The bud. Parks and Rec, thank you very much. Man, you you got really clean stuff, damn. We will this put one... photos of all these on the tasting notes, oh. folks, for those, <laughs> for those listening. Oh, <gasps> from the first guy. Those first Galaxy Set Autos are tough.
2: Yeah, and this one I actually pulled, and I should have bought more of them when they came out. Oh.
1: Wow, this, congrats on that. Yeah, That's awesome. This one I picked up last year, and I'm particularly pleased with it. It's a sticker, but it's. Oh, oh I love that, because right, he, he hasn't signed um, for any of the newer deck stuff. Oh, so um, yeah, he had, yeah, he did do it for them. Oh, there we go. We're having a Clark off. See that? That's his. That's his. That's his. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. norin don't Don't hit say me. it.
0: Don't say it first rookie. appearance i'm there you go first <laughs> appearance good job just saying there just we saying we have we have the terminology in the hobby We have the
2: terminology. The <laughs> and then another great one from that set just um which has gotten more because
1: of his direction yes. oh so, yeah john favreau how young does he look in that photo yeah he doesn't look rudy young but he looks young yeah yeah i really um I really need to get some more from that set, um, but then so does everyone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful card too. I, I love his his, o- his auto from that Iron Man because he was really responsible for that. So I'm so glad they have his
1: auto from there. Yeah, yeah, he's the um, he's the franchise maker.
0: Well, I mean, he did. He thought of Iron Man in such a smart way, you know.
1: Oh, it's oh, so a wow. Chris Evans. Oh, Patriots. Yes, yes. Don Russ. I see. I I recently wow. failed on collecting Patriots cards because sports cards are just. I, I, I honestly, it. it's like drinking from a fire hose. It really is. It's just impossible. <laughs> That's actually a good one. I've never heard yeah, that. Yeah, on a budget. No, I, I can't I can't take credit for that. Donnie Coltrider used that term um, to describe um, his first experience of EPAC when Masterpieces 20 dropped. <laughs> I think his colleague was one. drinking from the fire hose. Um, <laughs> you should check hose. it out, folks. I'll put it in the tasting notes. we got to get Donnie back on again. I love Donnie. Donnie is the EPAC forever. whisperer.
0: Yeah, I don't know how he's getting new cards, oh, man. He has to help
1: me out, okay? He's, yeah, I hope he's, he helps me out. I'll pay if you, if my- you have a card and no one else can find it, maybe you can hire <laughs> the card whisperer. <laughs> he's the
0: bounty hunter of. Uh, he really punches. is.
1: He really is. Right. I'm very aware of the fact that, Noreen, it's a special anniversary for you and your beloved. Um, and I'm a lucky your, person. And, uh, but enough about Silver Surfer. It's also uh, you and your <laughs> wife's uh, anniversary, so you're going to be bouncing in a minute. So, Chris, we're going to let you go and get on with your day because of the fact that we're we're a free time zone podcast this week. So, for you, it's <laughs> almost 9 a.m. for you in Hawaii? Yes. Yes. So, Noreen, it's almost 3 p.m. For me, it's almost 8 p.m. And I've... Almost finished my first glass of wine of the evening. So <laughs> I'm going to go down and watch um, a movie. And you two are going to help me to choose. So I've got uh, the one MCU movie I've never seen, which is Ant Man and Wasp. Okay. Deadpool 2, which I haven't seen. Uh, or A.N. Other. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Have you seen Logan? Yes. No one's, no one's. You can, you can hear no one thinking. Have you seen Internals? Uh, you wouldn't like it. I've seen Eternals. <laughs> Internals is a different type of movie altogether.
0: Oh, you're gonna. Fu- okay. All right. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. No problem. That's yeah, totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for no, my feelings, no, that's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's Eternals.
1: Eternals. I've seen. Yeah. Yes, Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. My vote would be for Deadpool Two. Deadpool Two. Right. <clears throat> there we go Chris Deadpool 2 Deadpool 2 it is because um, it's got um, my favorite um, heterosexual man crush at the moment um, Josh Brolin isn't he good in you win Josh over Ryan Reynolds I am so disappointed. oh yeah absolutely yeah any day of the week <laughs> never yeah. I go right all the way no no, no Josh is sturdy I mean look at him in <laughs> Josh is sturdy yeah <laughs> and he's Thanos yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so you know yeah be that anyway chris thank you for coming on um and, thank you for having uh, me yeah i'm i'm really listen i i want to carry on talking to you with other, i want to talk about scoundrel more um okay because i i think there's i think there's 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 stories to be told about stories scoundrel. um not least of which uh, i kind of because i weird i kind of dipped out the hobby and then i came back and scoundrel had kind of just everyone had gone (laughs) i remember logging in there and it was like where's everybody gone (laughs) it's like i was like walking around in one of those empty mansions going hello (laughs) (laughs) hello you know there's a cobwebs everywhere and things like that um and it was really bizarre so i still don't really understand why it kind of just faded away in that in that period where i was kind of uh, dipped out of the hobby but we'll answer that question another time um chris you've been gorgeous um do you kind of rock up anywhere online and show people your cards or you kind of just keep your shit to yourself (laughs)
2: Um, I have started a new Instagram just for my cards. There's really nothing on there yet, but along with my cards, I wanted to kind of produce some educational material for new collectors. I mean, for you veterans, it's probably not a big deal. But, I mean, I'm just hoping that with... You know the growth of the trading card hobby. That there be new collectors, and just uh, just to put some basic info about there out there. Um, you know, explaining what yeah. sets are, and packs, and inserts, and autographs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. And so that's one thing I want to do in the future. But um, my Instagram name is non sport card dude. And, oh that's um, you that's you right.
0: what the okay. hell man. okay
2: <laughs> Good. so there's only there's only one post right now um, as of this recording but um i'm gonna try and work harder on making more content um, especially for collectors coming into non-sports
1: oh mate that sounds that's brilliant! Fine. right so well that'll be on the tasting notes as well we'll tag you when this episode goes out um Chris, you are a joy. Um, You're a very, very uh, generous man with your time, so thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, Chris, you know how we end our podcast, and it's what you've been doing, and it's what you're gonna teach others to do, I'm sure. Yep, and everybody
2: out there, enjoy collecting.
1: Thanks for listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our facebook page you can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp we're also on itunes spotify and all major podcast platforms please take a second to subscribe like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting.